let me first say happy new year to everybody and let's hope we all have a great 2020 year as we prosper and do new things and do better things we've been doing final parts of the court of owls arc my favorite arc or one of my favorite arcs of all time recap from the last arc batman has has discovered that nightwing was supposed to have been a talon from studying the frozen body of the talent assassin William Cobb, who is his great-great-grandfather, as well as stealing a talent jump drive from another talent afterwards, which holds important information on the higher-ups and targets in the Court of Owls, one being an old friend named Lincoln March, who he, he goes to visit in his office, who was attacked by a pal, uh, talent and was presumed dead later. A invasion of the Batcave has ensued after this from telling assassins against Alfred and Batman. Batman locks Alfred in the side room of the Batcave while he continues to fight the Talons. Being successful in fighting off the Talons, he, Alfred is also successful in cracking the Talon USB to see other members and targets. One target is the Powers family who resides in Gotham Tower, one of the, the highest biggest most known towers in gotham batman upon goes to investigate finding finding that the head of the powers family joseph is gone but his wife maria is still there batman interrogates gets a gets into a heated argument with her before she leaves before he leaves as planned as they figure she end up calling she end up calling her husband and they trace the call but interesting enough where they trace the call to is a dead zone that Alfred can't make out besides a place called Irvington on the south side of Gotham. Batman instantly says 77 Irvington, knowing the area instantly because the because that place is a harbor is a harbor house, as they call it, or a abandoned hospital for the mentally ill children, and where he first went looking for the court of vows. As if you as I talked about in the first episode, when he first did his investigation as a child to see about what, who was behind the court of owls. Batman locates who Maria, who Maria phoned, but it wasn't Powers. It was Lincoln March, who he thought was actually dead. And it reveals as, as they come face to face, he is Thomas Wayne Jr., Batman's forgotten, forgotten brother. So, now picking up the fighting ensues between the two they're fighting all over harbor um harbor house going through walls and different buildings jumping over each other countering the whole nine but then they both begin to fall out of building but as batman falls he shoots his battering grabbing onto thomas thomas wayne jr but thomas who had who is in a new age model talent suit begins to has flight so he begins to levitate and fly around so he takes he has bruce on he has bruce with him as he begins to fly but bruce releases the rope to get away from thomas however thomas shoots his own rope trapping batman for the ride and as he takes batman with him he is swinging him through buildings up against windows even against the gotham church knocking him against the church bell but Batman continues to hang on, so Thomas finds the next thing he can. He sees a nearby airplane flying by. 
So Thomas swings Batman towards the jet engine, attempting to kill him that way. But Batman holds on to the edge while he while the jet propeller is spinning, almost killing Batman. But Batman is holding on to the edge of it. Thomas staring at him, not knowing that Batman actually attached a small detonator on his back. And when Thomas finally figures, Thomas Jr. finally figures out what it is, what what, what it was, he get it, Batman sets it off. And so both are in a free fall uh, in the air that's falling down. And then they land in an old abandoned building. Well, not old abandoned. It's a new high-rise construction building that Gotham was building as both of them land in this building. As Batman, both land, Batman recovers. Landing, Batman recovers at the land, after landing, but Thomas is already there as well. Picking up Bruce's beaten body, Thomas begins to speak about Tom, this building, the tower that was supposed to be the centerpiece of your little Gotham initiative, now will be your tomb. As as in Thomas' suit, he begins to shoot sticky bombs all over the area they're in, here, there, while he's dragging them. Thomas, as Thomas speaks, you remember the first time you came back? It was back when you when I had finished healing under the owl's care. You had been gone for years. You left to travel the world, and you disappeared. The court had said you died somewhere in the Himalayas or in the back alleys of Paris. I was healed in the Owl's plans as plans with myself were to bring the House of Wayne to its greatest heights. And then you returned and the court thought the spotlight would be too high with you. So they came up with Lincoln March, which was his fake name. It wasn't his real name. So Lincoln March will be a man who will reclaim the city for them in a different way. But that's not what I wanted. I wanted the city in earnest. It was my time. Now I can never have it, but if you can't be this city's future, I'll be the secret past. Now, as he begins his speech, he begins to let off bombs, let off bombs in the area. Everything's catching on fire. It's like an action scene where the explosions are in the background and you get Thomas and Batman and Thomas is holding him there. But at the moment, Batman gouges his eye out to break Thomas' grip and he escapes down the elevator shaft. And then he escapes and then the whole building just collapses. And so we we fast forward now and Batman is in uh Wayne Manor in a wheel with a broken leg in a wheelchair as he looks over a digital a digital map of Gotham City. And Dick Grayson, aka Nightwing, has just it has snuck in without Alfred knowing to talk to Bruce. And Bruce Wayne is now talking to Grayson. The whole tower was destroyed down to its foundation. I conducted a secret search privately and came up empty-handed. No casualties, no bodies were found in the wreckage. Dick Grayson, as he said, I have to go, all right. I snuck in here. I snuck in before Alfred could tell me you don't want company. But don't worry, I just can't use the computer. But Bruce, you know, tells him, I'm glad you showed up. Then Grayson was like, well, you shouldn't be. I plan on getting you back for that punch as soon as you were well again. And honestly, you're looking better than I expected. How about an update first while you still can talk? What's going on with the court? Bruce, as he says, I'm still making inroads, following the money, but the truth is their resources are staggering. The maze that the, the maze they made to hide their trail without a doubt is still out there. But they're hurting, and I make sure they keep hurting until I find them out and wash away the stain, the stain of the court altogether. Then Grayson brings up the cap the capture owls that 
that Bruce um, captured. And Bruce tells them, I, I got a special crypto prison beneath Blackgate, which is funded by funded by him personally. And I keep the ones that I have stashed away. And we'll find out soon enough about them. And now we get to Dick Grace is like he did. But how, how have things been between us lately? Honestly, I didn't want to pry. And then Bruce goes back. No, I like you. I like you to know there was another Wayne child. I I was there when my brother was pregnant with him. He he was in a car accident. We all were in a car accident together. I vaguely remember, but I don't remember the accident. But there is a record. The child was born premature with neurological damage, severe enough that he would have remained in permanent vegetative vegetative state, and he would live through the initial trauma. And Grayson now. Was just shocked it's like he didn't live though Bruce said he did but for a single night hospital records at Gotham Mercy suggest he was born under a, a, a duress name and immediately um intubated he died 12 hours later but for one night here in Gotham I did have a brother so at first I thought Lincoln was uh Thomas Wayne Jr. was lying when I first initially read it fabricated history just just to take down the Waynes but he actually was Bruce's brother. So Grayson, you know, for he's saying, you know, still kind of puzzled. He's like, just play devil's advocate. Is any way possible that your brother survived that night? First night in Mercy and, and that aftermath. My parents secretly, then Bruce says, my parents secretly moved him to Willowwood for the treatment. Are you asking if I think they falsified the records? Then answer is no. I don't believe they couldn't. I don't believe they could. I investigated the Mercy records from all angles, and there's no sign they were falsified. Then, also, I was able to dig up some of the original pencil and paper records from Willowwood, and there was there was a John Doe baby, a baby admitted about a week after Thomas was supposed to have died. The records also show that my mother visited the hospital often, but she visited every charity she funded often. The heart pen could have easily been honorary. All of this is evidence the court would have to convince uh, Lincoln he was my brother. But in the end, if you're if what you're asking is whether it's possible that Lincoln's story is true, all I can say is that without his DNA, I cannot know for sure. Here's, hell, there's no way to know if Lincoln's claim to be Thomas was a part of the court's plan, as at first I originally suggested. Maybe they sacrificed some members themselves and put him up to it to throw me off the trail by time. It's still a mist. It's still an ongoing mystery for now. And so now we get to them looking out Wayne Manor and Bruce begins to say that regardless of how the tattoos are not there, I still want to take them all out. Ending the Court of Owls, ending the Court of, the court of Owls arc. Just to go, I think this arc, you got everything possible you could want. Mystery, fighting, learning new things about how. I personally, that was my first time, for instance. That was my first time ever hearing that Talons were the natural enemy of owls. Just, this is probably, out of all the stories that I've mainly read of Batman himself, he mentally and physically was beaten down. It's probably the most I've ever seen him just abused on so many different levels. From the maze, sleep deprivation, when he was deprived of food and water. Wayne Manor being attacked when when the first talent came and he tried to uh, crush his windpipe and it didn't work and he was shocked. It was just 
it was just amazing what I was reading and just the mysteries and the twists and turns throughout throughout uh the court of owls personally they this is out there maybe some people say different but i personally feel the court of owls should be in like everybody's top 10 even if you're not a big dc fan just a fan of stories good stories i feel this should be in everybody's top 10 top five okay i can understand the reason but top 10 most definitely now that's my ending take on court of owls but now I just want to give you my take just on Batman, the character in general. Legendary, iconic, just as much as just as much as part of DC as the company itself. Batman's early years, he was based off Zorro, as we know, the guy that with the sword that would cut a Z and everything. Batman's slowly, well, not really slowly, but definitely has some basis off back off Zorro but then over the years different writers Batman's been out since the early 40s so different writers have shown him different things we've seen him on multiple teams not even just his the Justice League his own teams the Bat family we've seen him with the Robins the first one the, probably the most iconic of the Robins the most famous Dick Grayson Nightwing my personal favorite next was Jason Todd, then Tim Drake, the smartest of all of them. Jason Todd, the most rogue, but I feel is the, the best fighter personally of all of them. Then you have the youngest, his biological son, Damian Wayne, the youngest, the current Robin right now, which in the future I will try to in, I will try to in, individually go over the different Robins and talk about them. And then not even just his Robins, they're pretty much his sons. You got his cousin Batwoman. You got spoiler. You have Batwing, uh, son of uh, Lucius, son of Lucius Fox, um, Lucas Fox. Then you had the first Batwing as well. The um, the African, the, Af the African name is hard to pronounce, but the first Batwing that that was under Batman, Bat Batman um, Inc. or Wayne Inc. I'm sorry. Then all the way to Azrael, who I call cousin Azrael, the uh, the the assassin from the Order of Saint Doom, my another part of my favorite of the Bat Family, next to Jason Todd. Then you have Cassandra Kane, daughter of uh, two of his enemies, uh, Lady Shiva and David Kane. All the way now to the Black Black Lightning and Katana, who just joined the Outsiders, extended family of the of the Batman. All the way to his more known, more even more known relationship with, with Superman, with Catwoman, with the rest of the Justice League. When you think DC, you think Batman. Is he the best character? No, he has flaws. Some some stuff, you're like, why are you doing it? Some of these villains, like, yo, why haven't you put a bullet in his in this villain's head or had Superman or whatever's going to take them out? Which would be too cliche. But this Batman, his code of killing is is just that. Now he'll beat you down. He'll beat you down pretty hard. He will. He'll have it to where you wish you were dead. But that's not his mo. And this also really the main reason he has he's had running run-ins with some of his team members, like Jason Todd, who has no qualms with killing, or Damian Wayne, his youngest, who will kill you if need be. A 12, 13 year old boy, but he will. And then even just some of his 
his role gallery. And what I mean, or for some of the ones that are not sure what I mean about the role gallery, I talk about his villains or people that tends to get in his way of trying to of do good. The most known Joker, also one of the, the more known villains in DC, the Joker, who over years we've seen we've seen them get the best of each other in chess matches. Jason Todd, when he came back from the dead, um, a couple years in the nineties, after Dick, uh, side story after Dick Grayson, the first night, the first Robin took a lead from the Robin name, and Jason Todd comes along, and throw this out there if you remember the the old riddle of the the Batman Christmas thing where Batman laid the egg and Joker got away, and Batmobile lost his wheel. Well. Jason Todd was the one that took the wheel off the Batmobile. Batman had parked his car, the Batmobile, in the back alley, and he comes back to a boy who was stealing the wheels off the Batmobile, and Batman found him. But instead of punishing him or whatever, Batman actually takes him in as Jason Jason Todd's second Robin. And and um and a fan vote, the fan, the crazy enough, the fans wanted Jason Todd not as Robin anymore. And he got voted to get killed off. And so we get the, the situation in the abandoned warehouse where the Joker actually beats this young teenage Robin down with a crowbar. And he kills, he kills Jason Todd. But in the suing years, I I believe when Superboy Prime came through and broke reality, the physical man- manifestation of the um, the reality that he was in with with help from um, Austin Red Alexander Luther, who was pumping energy into him. You know, just I'm sorry to getting off the sidetrack, just just to give you just to give you how Jason Todd comes back and. He reappears back from the dead after all of this this reality shattering punch Superboy Prime did, and he shows back up and he's walking. And then the, the League of Assassins, Ra's Ra- Al Ghul. If you watch Arrow, you know who Ra's Al Ghul is. But if not, he he he's over the League of Assassins, and he's pretty much almost immortal because of the Lazarus Pit, which he even puts Batman in to bring him back to life. And they train Jason Todd, and Jason Todd returns to Gotham. As a villain of Batman at one point, and he actually takes over the name Red Hood, which was the Joker, who was that was the name of the Joker beforehand. And Jason Todd actually get, takes the name again. Who when he Jason Todd almost kills the Joker, and Batman ironically saves the Joker because he didn't want Jason Todd killing him. So yeah, it, it, it gets deep with Batman as far as him tied into different stories. <laughs> And then, as we know, Batman, him always trying to be prepared, always want to be prepared. Any situation he wants to have, he wants to be ready to handle. In which it is known, him and Superman, Kryptonite. Superman has entrusted him with Kryptonite, in case he was to ever go rogue. To this is what to stop me. He even he even has Kryptonite laced in his costume as well as. One day they did a, they did a switch in Batman twenty sixteen where him Lois 
Catwoman and Superman are actually going on a double date and it was like Halloween thing, so they dressed up as each other. And Lois was actually Catwoman and Catwoman was actually just just regularly dressed. And Superman's itching, he was like, your suit always is itchy, but Batman's like, well, I have a lace with kryptonite. You know, so Batman is always want to be prepared. He has files on everybody from Wonder Woman to Aquaman to Flash, Hal Jordan, Green Lantern, Superman, just everybody. He he wants to be ready. He wants to be ready for anything and everything that goes on. And then his father figure with Alfred after his original, as his biological parents were killed in the back alley, Alfred took him in as his son literally literally almost as his son and we always see alfred over the years always there always for him telling him what he needs to hear even if bruce doesn't agree he's going to tell him he's going to tell him what he needs to hear and so we we just see the dynamics of bruce wayne over the years and even now he he's not though he's not the he doesn't have the actual physical superpowers of everybody He's one of the most feared, ironically. Not just amongst other heroes, but villains as well. Not even of the planet. Batman is known throughout the universe. And any challenge Batman has, he will take or try to take. And that is the Batman. Appreciate y'all tuning in. This was the last of the Court of Owls. And a little bit on Batman. I'm saving a little for... A full podcast just on the Batman himself. I just want to give you insight on just how he works and the the dynamics of him. Once again, Happy New Year to everybody. Appreciate y'all tuning in. Any questions or comments, just hit me up. Follow Jensen's World on Facebook where you can message me there. And y'all have a Happy New Year.